This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into another edition of the MLB Extras Mets podcast. Tim McMaster here along with Anthony DeComo, our Mets reporter from the Mandalay Bay Resort at the winter meetings in Las Vegas. Let's just start there. It's a different kind of winter meetings, right? When it's in Las Vegas, it's very spread out. It's very spread out. This hotel is massive yeah. and, and you know, people are going up and down the strip for their meetings, for their dinners, for all sorts of things. So uh, it's not the typical, you're just holed up in one hotel room and that sort of thing. Now, it's, all bets are kind of off here, uh, pun not intended. But this this place is, is <laughs> a maze and it's enormous and I don't think anyone's you know uh, knows where they're going half the time. I mean, what makes the winter meetings famous, I guess, is the lobby bar and all the discussions that happen at night. There isn't one of those. There's here. eleven of them. <laughs> There's eleven, and you never know who you might see in each one. But um, how tricky is it for a reporter? I know it's changed and it's not like you just hang out in the lobby at the winter meetings these days to get all your stories. But is it a little trickier this week because of the spread out scenario? I mean, it's definitely tricky because you don't know you know where to find people. That's also kind of the fun is you don't know yeah. who you're going to run into at, at every corner. But I, I think that's maybe one of the myths of the winter meetings. And, and that's definitely how it used to be back in the day was you would run into you know your team's GM or executives or, or whatever at the hotel bar. These days, executives, agents, they don't really get seen around those public areas unless they want to be seen. Right. So, uh, you know, a lot more is done over the phone, both for them, for the executives, and for us as reporters than ever before. Brody Wagonin has been to plenty of winter meetings, but he hasn't been here in his current role, that's for sure. He's been on the other side as an agent. So as you get into this, and he was actually on my flight here as well. Looked like he was ready to do business. Good. Was he rested? He, was, he looked good. He looked fresh, ready the to go. eye mask on? <laughs> but uh, he was in first class. I was not. But anyway. Um, we'll talk to our bosses about that. <laughs> Just talk about that. And, and he, I guess... As a first-time GM in this scenario, he at least knows what he's getting into because he's been on the other side. Yeah, and he brings a fresh perspective to it because he, he comes in with that mindset of someone who has been on the other side for so long. So uh, certainly, especially in his dealings with other agents, you know, this is a guy who, who knows how they're thinking more than any executive from a team ever could. And it doesn't matter how much experience you have as a GM or an assistant GM or whatnot. You, you can never really be in the mind of an agent until you've been an agent. Brody Van Wagenen obviously have so has so it's uh it will be interesting uh, the other side of that coin is that he is inexperienced at all of this but he has a team in place uh, that he can lean on that has a lot of experience in those areas so we'll see i think a lot of people expect this to be an active winter meetings for Brody van wagenen and it doesn't always work out the way you expect or you think or you hope but uh certainly he's going to be very busy meeting with agents meeting with other teams and trying to make this team better yeah, because the deals don't always get done at the winter meetings. A lot of times the conversations start, and that leads to stuff further down the road. But with the big trade to bring in uh, Cano and Diaz, obviously this team is going for it. Um, so when you think about that next step, 
what is it? I mean, what's what's plan or step two in this sure. process of, of winning in 2019? Yeah, and, and, that, and the Canoe Trade is a good example. That was kind of first brought to the table at the GM meetings right. a month ago, and it took about three, four weeks to turn into an actual trade. So that's the way things go, you know. At these meetings, a lot of holes still on this yeah. team. Uh, they need a right-handed bat. They need an outfielder. You're hearing a lot about A.J. Pollock, who could be a match, but there are others, and they'll talk to teams about potential trades to fill that need. Catcher is another big topic. Uh, you know, I think we've heard a lot about JT Realmuto in the past couple of weeks. You're going to continue to hear a lot about JT Realmuto until he stays or you know signs a contract extension, and and, and that's not going to happen with the Marlins. So, uh, certainly they need a catcher, and if not Realmuto, they'll explore some free agent options. Martin Maldonado. Uh, you might hear Yasmani Grandal's name a little bit. Wilson Ramos. There are ways they can go with this. And the other big need is in the bullpen, relief pitching. Uh, Edwin Diaz was a nice start. They have their closer, maybe the best closer in the game. But they also know they need more, and, and they'd like to have a setup man, uh, maybe even sign two relievers before all is said and done. And the good news there is in free agency, there is a ton of inventory. And a lot of proven closers, Craig Kimbrell, Andrew Miller, Zach Britton, go down the list. But there's also some lesser-tier guys that I think could be had, guys uh, who might be interested in an eighth-inning setup role something along those lines so uh, a lot of needs oh, and uh like i said brody will be busy here in in, in vegas well real muto is interesting because the marlins obviously want a lot in return um, they'd like to have a quicker rebuild so maybe they want major league talent so when you look at this mets team and what they could put together what do you think a mets package for real muto could look like because they don't have the the minor league system that a lot of teams have yeah well the three names that keep you know getting getting put out there are ahmed rosario michael conforto and Brandon Nimmo, and as a Mets fan, I, I'm sure most people look at that and say, oh, I don't that know. that creates holes in other places. Right, and, and you're kind of patching up one hole only to spring another leak right. somewhere else. And I, I think you know, there, there's a thought out there that, oh, well, you can just go ahead and, and replace that with a free agent. And that's so easy, not so easy. The Mets have already kind of said they're not shopping in the Bryce Harper aisle. So if you trade away one of your outfielders, uh, and you look at who's out there in free agency. After Harper, you got your Michael Brantley, you've got uh, AJ Pollock. Uh, it's not a really strong outfield class. Right. So uh, a lot of teams bidding on those guys, not necessarily the easiest there's, thing in the world to there's replace. There's big names, right? right? But not necessarily in the primes of their careers. Right. So uh, to replace a Brandon Nimmo might sound easy enough, but then when you actually go about and do it, it's not so, so easy. And then shortstop is even harder. I yeah. mean, to replace Ahmed Rosario level talent. There's really you're looking at kind of one-year stopgaps, really defensive-minded shortstops out there on the free agent market, and and look, you can always go and and see what's out there in the trade market. Uh, certainly, we've already seen Brody Van Wagen and be creative on the trade market this winter, but to give up a core piece like a Conforto, like a Nimmo, like a Rosario, or if you're hearing some of these rumors, maybe multiple pieces. It's a lot. It's a lot for a catcher, especially when there are some catching options out there as well on the free agent market. Yeah, maybe Real Muto is the best one, but you don't have to get the best guy. There's other options to go with. Uh, Brody continues to add pieces to that front office as well. Rating the champs, going to the Red Sox and, yeah. and getting Jared Banner hired away as the farm director for this team. Um, that's obviously a very important role in every organization. Yeah, absolutely. And he's uh, reportedly pretty close with Allard Baird, who they hired a couple weeks earlier to be an assistant GM. So, uh, look, if you can't beat him, join him, right? I mean, the Red Sox have been doing something right for the past few years. And uh, uh, Jared Banner is well, very well regarded. I talked to a couple of people who know him and they had nothing but great things to say about him and the work that he's done over there with Mookie Betts, Andrew Benintendi, helping these guys work their way through the systems, Andrew Bogart. I mean, a lot of young talent, young stars there in Boston. So the Mets would like to bring some of that 
here to New York. And uh, yeah, why not raid the best in the game, the team that's doing it right up yeah. there in Boston? Are there a lot of other roles to be filled on that side of things in the front office? Or does it feel like he's put his core together now? Yeah, I think this is pretty much what, what you've got. They've got a couple of new assistant GMs, um, you know, one with a little more of an analytic bent, and then Allard Bay with a little more of a scouting bent. Um, so, and that was what Brody Van Wagenen said coming in. I, I it was his introductory press conference. They said, uh, you know, who's going to be your assistant GM? And he said, I want to have multiple assistant yeah. GMs. Uh, the only outstanding thing there, I would say, is John Rico. His future has kind of been up in the air for a while. He's been the, the sole assistant GM here since 2006, uh, and not entirely certain if he'll be staying long-term with the organization. So possibly a little more movement in the front office, but I think the big pieces, the big building blocks are in place here. And now as we... You know, get here. We're at the winter meetings. It's time for these guys to to go to work. The ceremony of we're hiring a new front office. We're fleshing this out. That's all done with. Now they got to see what these guys can actually do. Yeah, lock them in the suite and see what happens. <laughs> That's what we do here at the winter meetings. We'll continue to follow the New York Mets throughout the week for sure. That's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Extras Mets podcast from the 2018 winter meetings at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. For Anthony DeComo, I'm Tim McMaster. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.